0: Welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemperuper in Dresden, Germany. We want to wish everyone a happy start to spring, even those of you for whom spring has not yet sprung, like us. In this episode, vocal coach Matteo Pais discusses the text to one of the most famous Italian arias there is, Handel's Umbra Mai Fu. We focus on some closed and open vowels, diphthongs and glides and talk a little about the sound of Italian. For more information about today's contributor, Matteo Pais, for the accompanying PDF of this text, which includes an IPA transcription, along with poetic and word-for-word translations, or to see our complete catalog of text readings and transcriptions, please visit DictionPolice.com. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook or Twitter at DictionPolice. Ombra mai fu is sometimes known as Handel's Largo, which is kind of amusing, considering the original tempo indication is (laughs) Larghetto. It's the opening aria in Handel's opera Cerse, where the Persian king Xerxes I, also known as Xerxes the Great, admires a plane tree for its shade. According to the font of all knowledge, Wikipedia, it was the first piece of music to be broadcast on the radio on Christmas Eve of 1906.
1: Frondi tenere e belle, del mio platano amato, per voi risplenda il fato. Tuoni, lampi e procelle, non voltraggino mai la carapace, ne giunga a profanarvi austro rapace. Ombra mai fudi vegetabile, cara ed amabile, soave più.
0: The only options we have in Italian for open and closed vowels are O's and E's. <laughs> and of course, living in Germany, we have super, super closed and super, super open vowels. But in Italian, they're not quite as far apart from each other, right?
1: First of all, when I'm working with not Italian singers, I say don't close, but open and more open. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no closed vowels at all. Especially, so it's not German closed. There's especially for the German singers because uh, their close E, it sounds really E, yeah. I. Yes. So first of all, we have no closed, we have open and more. <laughs> that is, it, it works. It works more, yeah. more because close and open uh, the, the the system are diff- different. Different. So, yeah. What is to me close, it's different for other people. Right. So, question.
0: So the first word of this, we have what in Italian is the closed O. We have O and O. Exactly.
1: Open and very open. So here's your open, the first frondi. one. Frondi. Which is to us a closed O. Yeah, exactly. But frondi it's not frondi. Frondi. As opposed to? Twoni. Which is the open one. Yeah. The more F- open one. Fro, twa. Fro, twa. The, the open is very open. It's like a, twa, twa. But frondi, it sounds open to... Especially to the German. <laughs> exactly. Singers. So, for that reason, don't close.
0: And in the rest of the first the first lines of the recitative, we have both the open Te, and closed.
1: Tenere e belle. That is open. And of course we have e, that is not verb, because it's and, that is e, so close. Because if or, we would open or that, or it would become m- is, right? Yeah. And that is very open because it's a e. e. It's very behind and very open. But what I say is, if if you don't know, open. Okay. Tenere e belle. Belle, belle.
0: Exactly. So these unstressed ones are slightly more closed than than the open ones. Or let's say they're the less open version, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: One of the big things in Italian is these long vowels and followed by single consonants. So when we have this...
1: Platano amato.
0: We have to be sure not to let the T come in too early because that one I think most people want to do. Platano amato.
1: I know. Right? (laughs) I know. Because in this case, of course, the the stress, you have to know the stress of the language. Tara, tatara. This is the 90% of our words are stressed like that. Tara, tatara. Tatara, tatara. This is the sound of Italian. Tara. And if I can say just a little example, I think that this is the reason of the uh, use of the appoggiatura in the recit, because it's not written ta-ta-ta-ta-tira. No, in, in the score you have ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Right. Ta, 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 ta. Nice. But we do appoggiatura because the, our language has an, an appoggiatura naturally. Ta-ta-ta, il platano amato. Platano amato. Mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. appoggiatura, so, and it sounds better. I think this is the reason of the tradition, of the style, no? doing yeah. appoggiatura at the end of, uh, of a phrase. Yeah, so you can enjoy these long vowels. Exactly, because we have really an appoggiatura, tara, and, and in this case, platano amato.
0: And the end of the next little line that rhymes with it?
1: Per voi risplenda il fato.
0: And that one I always... I find myself correcting almost more than any other word in the Italian language because there is a word Fatto.
1: Fatto with double T? Yeah. Of course, because if you have double consonant, you have to sing short vowel before because you have to uh, do a double consonant. Fatto. Or fato.
0: Exactly. And here we have fato. And they have two completely different meanings.
1: Of course. Of but course. for us foreigners. Fato is destiny or fate. Mm-hmm. And fatto is done.
0: Is it yeah, or a or deed fact. or something? Or something fact.
1: that's fact. It depends on yeah. any other sense
0: exactly. of the phrase. Exactly. This is the one that I end up correcting most because as a foreigner, we don't really often hear ourselves doubling a consonant. We tend to over double consonants. Yeah,
1: exactly. And Another uh, advice is if if you hear that your language is jumping too much, it means that it's not correct. Because our language is the opposite. Del platano amato. If you sing del platano amato, there is something wrong.
0: Yeah, so we don't want to really have Especially
1: when you don't have double consonant, like del platano amato, you have really no double, so it has to be very uh, flat. Very smooth. Smooth, flat, exactly, without any pop, 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 pop. Exactly. Mechanical yeah. aspect. Yeah. Per voi risplenda il fatto. Tuoni lampi e procelle.
0: Double, double, double L, L, so we have the double yeah, L. is
1: storm. Non voltraggino mai. In this case we have double G, so it means short A before. Voltraggino Ragino. Mm-hmm. Huh? And
0: mai is basically the mai. reverse of mia. It's exactly. literally the exact opposite. We want a long A. Exactly,
1: but like mia, the first vowel is long. So mai, mai.
0: And then really to the closed E sound. Mai. So that it's not mai, but no, mai. No, no. Two, literally mai, two sounds. I, I,
1: I. Yeah. yeah. Uh, La carapace. But of course, this uh, text is as the, uh, the same ritmo so tatatara la pace amato
0: in Voltragino, the i is basically the is the actual syllable of the word Voltragino. in a word like
1: giunga. now
0: the i is taken into the g but it we don't actually say giunga right
1: yeah because in this case e is only a guide that say us to don't see say G. Yeah, so it G. softens the G. Exactly, but we don't have to de- to say Giunga.
0: Right, we don't just like G. we don't say Giovanni. Yeah,
1: exactly, G or G. But we don't have a letter. We have just G H for G, and mm-hmm. G E for G. Yeah. So it's. Um,
0: so we basically get the. You two... don't have to pronounce.
1: It's right, Just we... an indication.
0: Exactly. So we basically get the two versions of it here in the same word.
1: Yeah, Giunga exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then the the v of profanar v is also rather important because it adds a whole other word to this verb, right?
1: Profanar v, of course, is you. Yeah. So for, it's important to understand. So that we profanar really need. v. Yeah,
0: and with austro, austro,
1: austro, two sounds. Exactly. Austro, don't go on before say u and then you can go. Yeah. so if it takes one second, okay, it's
0: fine.
1: I can go. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. and It's it's the end of the recit, so you really have a chance to make exactly. a statement with that Yeah, word. but
1: sometimes the tempo, you have to respect the tempo, follow the conductor. Okay, you have to be faster. But we need both of them. Yeah. The a ah is stop, u uh is go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: When we get to the aria proper, we start out again with this closed...
1: Ombra mai fu. Exactly. Om... So it's not
0: too crazy. Ooh.
1: No, never. And if you don't know, open. Oh, it's much better to hear ombra mai fu instead of ombra maifu. fu. Right. So except.
0: when in doubt, not too
1: closed. Exit. Ombra mai fu di vegetabile.
0: And then we have one place that I find a lot of people want to make a glottal. We seem, for some reason, we understand these phrasal diphthongs, and we'll say "karaed," and then people will try and go "karaed amabile" yeah. and break that.
1: No, I know because normally you can also write "karae amabile" because uh, normally the "d" in this case comes only when you have this the same vowel. For example, "karaed," entusiasta id mm-hmm. entusiasta so but in this case you could also write it without d cara e amabile that works very mm-hmm. good so i prefer cara e amabile. because the most important thing is the line
0: yeah yeah so we're not breaking it up yeah, And in that case, because it's so nice and slow, we can almost literally give each of this their own half Ta-da-da. of
1: the beat. Yeah, spread with uh, taste. Yeah. And not too aggressive, respect the temper, respect the sound, respect the. And if I can say one thing more, as we say, if you don't know, open, if you don't know, no glotted at all. Exactly. Don't use, because it's much better without. We yeah. don't use too much. So
0: Yeah. We've had it we've had another glide in here, this tuoni, and we have a glide at the very, very end in the word. Pew. So we have that J glide. But in the word soave, soave. It's, it's not a glide. They're actually two different syllables.
1: Yeah. Soave, yeah. Soave, yeah. right? Yeah. But when you pronounce it soave, you have to be precise. Soave and in my experience it's very difficult to have really oa or like maestro. Normally the second vowel is not easy to to pronounce maestro soave. It wants really, to go too ah. dark. Yeah, after o you have to say a ah, so open soa. Uh, not so don't stay on the o. Yeah. But change. Soave. Uh, the...
0: Get back to that bright a. Yeah. Uh.
1: It's a very good exercise for your pronunciation and for your legato to sing just the vowels of the aria and care carrying these aspects like and pay attention that every vowel is right exactly and that they're
0: all in the same placement
1: yeah because otherwise
0: they want to fall back
1: because sometimes the consonant disturbs you yeah in the the right pronunciation of of the vowels so if you sing only vowels you have to be really clear and then you can put and legato and then you can put the consonant this is a very good exercise for training your diction and vowels
0: I love what Matteo said about how Italian sounds. Each language has its own sort of rhythm, and it's really important to figure that rhythm out. When in doubt, think about how you would imitate a language to make fun of it, remembering that imitation is the purest form of flattery. (laughs) He said he coaches people that Italian has an open O and a more open O. I must admit, I tried that this week, and it worked. Of course, in Lyric Diction we define these as closed and open, but it's not the same closed O as in German, which I always describe as being crazy closed, because it's O. One of my American friends was singing German closed O's in his Italian aria. I told him Matteo's trick, and it worked perfectly and sounded gorgeous. So if you're feeling a little bit like your German is influencing your Italian, It's certainly worth playing with the concept of a closed O being what we think of as slightly open, and then opening more for the real open O, and see how it comes out sounding. Matteo also said that we need both the A and the U in the word AUSTRO. The danger in words with a diphthong like this is that we sometimes start between the vowels, and we don't really pronounce either of them. It's kind of the same principle as what he said about SUAVE. Because we're thinking so hard about one particular vowel or sound, either the first vowel infects the second, or we start the first one halfway on the way to the second vowel. And in both of these cases, that means we're not saying a true, bright ah. In words like this, I also recommend thinking truly phonetically AUSTRO, SOAVE. This way you're really saying both sounds, it will sing better, and sound more like the language. Of course, this can only be helped by what Matteo suggested at the end, practice only on vowels. This is not a check to see whether you know whether a vowel is open or closed. This is a chance to find out how the vowels flow into each other without losing their placement. When we say the consonants, they can have an effect on how we pronounce the following vowel. When we take consonants out of the equation, we can find the connection between the vowels, and find a place where they line up together so that none of them fall back in the throat and therefore out of the vocal line. Once you find that sweet spot, then start dropping in the consonants very lightly and try to maintain that connection to create a seamless legato.
1: Frondi tenere e belle Del mio platano amato per voi risplenda il fato. Tuoni, lampi e procelle non voltraggino mai la cara pace, né giunga profanarvi austro rapace. Ombra mai fu di vegetabile, cara ed amabile soave più. This
0: interview with Matteo Païs was conducted by Ellen Rissinger. Phonetic transcript by Ellen Rissinger and François Germain. This has been the Diction Police Special Diction Unit, a production of Singing Diction, GBR.